Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Is it? in my face? No, I don't no. think so. It's not in her face. There you go. Cool. Thanks, for, thanks for taking the time and coming Meeting on the podcast. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Is your hair all blown out? Is that what that's called? Blown out? Uh, no, like? I just had it up and I took it down. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> I guess. Well, your hair looks nice. You got it done the other day. It looks really Yesterday. nice. Really fancy. Yes. Fancy pants. Um, I was uh, actually thinking about something the other day that I was like, ah, I should bring it up on the podcast. Oh, no. No, not about you. It's not. Oh. It's, it, no. Do you think it everything is always that, about me? Jeez. <laughs> when you say I've been thinking. Yeah. That usually means. We should see I, other people. Is that what we thought I'm going to go? With? I did something. Oh, no. I was thinking the other day, you asked me a few episodes ago, what would I tell somebody or how do I deal without getting like burned out or something? Like, do you remember that question? How do you. Like uh, not oh, get burnt out. How do you not get burnt out? Like and on I, a daily or weekly basis, when, whatever. It when is. the timelines are, I think something along the lines like the the timelines are approaching and you're stressed out about it. And I think the advice that I gave was monitor your gauges, right? Mm-hmm. Know when you're gonna redline and whatnot. It's hard to do though. Before you answer, sure. Which I already did answer a few episodes yeah. ago, but I would but like to hear. But it's also like now that I think about it it's really hard to monitor those gauges when you're close to being burnt out. So like, it's kind of like a cycle, right? You say monitor your gauges, but like if you're already getting close to being burnt out, you probably Mm -hmm. don't really know like what your gauges are at that point. I don't think it's, you're too far away from it. You don't think so? No, because if you're You're like too far gone. Yeah. Cause it's not like you're went and took a razor to your hair and then mm-hmm. cut it all off. Cause I think at that point you're already at rock bottom. Right. If you're getting burnt out, that doesn't mean you're completely burnt out. You're just getting that. You're in the process of like feeling it. You could still pump the brakes on it. Right. So if your car is redlining, you, your car didn't blow up yet. You're just treating it very unhealthy. Okay. So you can pump the brakes. So when you say gauges, what does that mean? Gauges also. means is the way I read gauges is seeing, am I more irritable? Right. Am I not treating myself healthy? Am I eating junk food? Am I leaning towards things of comfort? Am I, again, irritability is a big one. Am I very irritated? Do I feel like I am not happy? Meaning like, uh, you know, do I have do I have time to go do the things that I enjoy that make mm-hmm. me happy? I think it's very important people to do things that really make them happy. And I think everybody needs to have that self-awareness of exactly what do they really enjoy doing. Um, Is that what you were going to say? No, 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 no. I mean, no, I definitely was not. But I want to, I I will definitely piggyback of why I I brought that up. Okay. Um, But to answer your question about the gauges, that's what I think. And I think it's actually be surprised how many people don't know what they like to do. Like Mm -hmm. it's the age old question. What do you like to do for fun? They go, "Um, Uh I like to hang out. Um, you know, uh, go out with my friends. Like, those are such vague things. They basically are saying they like to be invited to a place or be in good company, which we all like to do. Right. But, but do you have... So what's something that you love to do for activities, yourself? Specific activities and specific activities. I also learned about myself that you have to establish activities. You can't do everything because you can be on the... You can be on one extreme where you don't know what you like and you don't have hobbies and all that stuff. And then you mm-hmm. have the other extreme where you get into everything and anything. And I feel like that's... I t- have a tendency to fall into that category where I get excited about different things. You do. 
And but then you have to have this list inside of yourself of like what activities bring you joy. And I figured those activities for myself. Like I um, and, and a lot but of those things change are, too. So they change. You can cycle through them, but it's mm -hmm. good to have at least on one hand that you can count of things that you can go do or you're looking forward to doing. And they, they, they can include a huge thing like I love traveling. Well, you, you can't travel every month. Mm -hmm. So small things, small things. Do you like to go golfing? Do you like to go for, I like to take the car out and to go for a drive on the sports mm -hmm. car. I like to, um, I like to go and, you know, sit in the hot tub that by myself, watch a, you know, a podcast or a show. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to, um, I, you know, I like, well, I already said golf, but I, there's, I like to ski. I, I, I try to go get a massage every, you know, month or two just to kind of like feel like I'm recharged again. Mm -hmm. So those things I think it's very important. And I think that how that all ties into monitor your gauges. If you're not doing those things, like if you're not, you know, going and playing that sport that you like to play, um, if you constantly feel like there's not enough time in the day, that will make you feel more burnt out, more yeah. burnt out. But I don't think you're ever too late if you're feeling it until you did something drastic and you have no joy or you have no motivation. You can never like on get unburnt out like once or, i mean you can like mm -hmm. so it's not like that's like the last stop you get burnt out and then you just die mm -hmm. even if you do get burnt out you can still find a way to recharge yeah. by doing those things yeah i have usually uh twice a year i have these like 24 hour or like 12 day 12 hour dark periods they're of like overwhelming uh, overwhelming I, I i just i'm drained i'm completely mm -hmm. drained it and catches I, up to you it, yeah i think so i don't know what it is but i feel like one or twice a year i i have this like slump day and i don't want to do anything and i'm not motivated mm -hmm. by anything i i, I think it we almost, all feel that it almost feels like you've you've drained every bit of energy out of your body and motivation but Going back to answering that question, um, I was thinking about the other day. Did you that, have one of those moments recently? Um, getting close to burned out, yes. But not the Not that dark, day. Not that dark day. Not the dark day. Not the dark day. <laughs> Is it coming? I don't know when it happens. It just once it, it comes out of no particular reason. That's, it's just yeah, like you just, just kind of wake up and you know, I'm sure it has a lot to do with like you I didn't sleep. I feel like I have well. those more than twice a year. More than twice a year. <laughs> Yeah, you're more regular on a more monthly schedule. Mine was, I would probably say like maybe a week out of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and so I was thinking about this the other day because I was kind of getting close to getting burnt out. Yeah, so the little background story there is we are working on a project. Well, first of all, I just came out of like this. If you listen to any of the previous episodes, the shower, the shower has been the a crazy saga. problem. But then the, the, painting the house the exterior was a big saga and so oh you're, man you're just i'm just coming out of these it like feels like that was a almost like a dream yeah <laughs> uh, yeah exterior wasn't doesn't yeah it feels, feels like, like a long time ago fuzzy for sure and so i i came out of there and i always have this perspective okay next month's project they're going to be simpler so next month i'll probably be able to take uh some time off from content <laughs> or or take Somehow a few breaks off we had remember we used to do like a week off between like big projects because <laughs> he'd probably still be editing. <laughs> he still is working. Because he's probably. You would do like, not a week. I think you would do like three to five days. To, to me, that's like a week. A work week. <laughs> okay, days. I guess, yeah. Three days is a week for you. You can get so much done in three days. Dude, seriously. <laughs> um, Kyle's like, I don't remember that. 
But um, so it, we I, I I'm approaching this month's projects, and I'm doing a built-in grill, uh, for the the backyard. Something that's unique because I, I want to build something that you can move with you when you're done and not leave the house. Anywho, and the other project was a kid's playground, and that's what I'm building right now. And actually, I haven't posted anything on social media, so if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're getting first insider information mm. on the next. So I'm building this like pl- outdoor insider pl- info outside playground. And the problem with the outside playground is that it's at your parents' cabin, which is a two-hour drive outside of here. And it was one of those things where sound I, like a good idea. <laughs> well, it's it was fine, but whenever you have to build off site, you have to coordinate life, and you can't drive up there every single day. And you know, Kyle comes up with me. If it was by, by myself, like I used to film before, I could just come up there for the cabin stay and then build after for a few days and then come back. Mm-hmm. When you have somebody else, they have a family too, so you know you have to help out with the kids. So. It was, we came up there, um, and uh, the one of the sides, it's like a pyramid-shaped playground that I'm building, and each side has its own, like, climbing obstacle or style. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, the measurements, the, the it was more of, like, an abstract angle that I would have to be able to attach the wood to the thing, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just clear and dry. And so I couldn't figure out how to make it that way. And so we're wasting time of me just scratching my head, walking around, maybe a solid hour. Finally, changed the plans, got it going. Um, and then the plan was to come back in, you know, a, a, you know, about two days or so. So I'm not up there, you know, driving every single day and get started on this grill. So get started. So basically do two projects at once and mm-hmm. be done with one a lot sooner. Well, as we're driving back, like we're, we're, we're kind of basically planning out, okay, maybe we'll come back, you know, in two days. And then, but between him and I, we both have lives, right? And mm-hmm. families and obligations. So it's like, well, all I can't the, come on this day. I've planned and for then us. I can't, yeah, and then I can't. Yeah, you're very good <laughs> at putting a lot of things in the calendar. On the calendar. The summer's a busy summer. Hey, but you're making it. You're saying yes to everything. No. No. <laughs> We just came back from the cabin uh, for the weekend, and the next thing you know, uh, mo- Tuesday you booking somebody out for coming over for dinner, and then Thursday or Friday, like you're just booking stuff, you know. <laughs> and to me, I kept looking back. In fact, we're we're going up. So anywho, I, and this is in fact the the next time we're going up, you book somebody else for dinner at our house again. Oh really? Yeah, it was next Monday. <sighs> Yeah, is it you're making you're throwing here's what it is it feels like with your bookings. It feels like I'm riding a bike that is falling apart. And uh, there oh Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And wow. And it's shaking and there's a and there's a That is and so triggering. A, and there's a I know from your childhood story. <laughs> and then there's a fire that's chasing me behind. And I'm just hoping I could pedal. And I am the one with the fire behind you. (laughs) No, you keep throwing gasoline on this fire so it gets there faster. That's what it feels like. Oh, my gosh. Well, how am I supposed to know? You sprung this on me. I'm sorry. Me creating content? I sprung this on you? Well, like the days that you're going to do it. You just told me that you were going to come back Monday after I had already planned. No, you put that in before. I had to coordinate for Monday. So here's what ended up happening. So... Between Kyle and I, we're like, I can't do this day. I can't do this because you book somebody. And then we're doing this back and forth. And so the only possibility 
was to go the, the, the next day. So it's, we just came back from the cabin, two-hour drive as a family. The following day is 4th of July. We come back in town. We're doing the 4th of July thing that, mm-hmm. you, that you had planned with some friends. And then the next day, I'm driving to this two-hour trip again. And then come back. And then the only obligate, like the only opportunity is to come back the next day again after I just put in a 10-hour workday of building and driving. And it's five hours back and forth total of driving. A day. A day. And so I was in this moment of like, the project's not going right. I'm building off site, which is you're, you're out of your comfort zone. And I'm exhausted after building for, you know, for five, for, well, five hours, but then driving for another five. Um, and the last thing I want to think about is the fact that I have to do this again tomorrow. I have to come out here and drive here again. And it was one of those moments that I was like getting burnt out from. You're probably getting like anxiety about it. Just, I don't know if anxiety is the right word, but it's just like, I was extremely dreading it to the point that I just don't even want it. Like, I don't want to even think about the fact, but I know it's a reality that the next day Mm. in just a couple hours, I have to do this again. And I remember to when you were asking this question, and that's a perfect opportunity for me going, well, I should look at my gauges. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that still needed to happen and it still needed to be done and it still needed to be done on that day. So there's nothing I could have done to look at my gauges and, and shift course. Mm-hmm. So the conclusion that I came to is there is a, a time and place. I don't know if it applies every time, but definitely... For me that i realized that shit just needs to get done mm-hmm. it just needs to get done there's nothing you can do about it there's nothing you could you you know well maybe i'm just monitoring my gauges and i did this and i planned it and i'm not i'm nothing is avoiding you from coming back tomorrow so you just have to tilt you know tip your head down and just push through mm-hmm. and so sometimes that's just kind of the only answer to when you're about to get burned out is get shit done Push through it. Push through it. I think also when you say like monitor your gauges, when you when you know you have to get it done, I think the important the most important part is being aware of like your how you're feeling, how your like your irritability irritability, like how you're um, responding to your family, to your kids. Like if you're, I think at least aware of that you're already doing better than you probably did before. That's true. Because there are, I agree, 100% agree with you. There's moments where there's literally nothing you can do. You have to push through that project, whatever you're working on, because it needs to get done. There's a timeline. There's a deadline. You can't just like be like, I'm going to put it on the back burner. I'm going to do my fun activity that mm-hmm. I need to do for myself, like a massage. You can't do that. You have to push through it and get it done. But I think in that moment, if you're at least aware of the things you're feeling and like how maybe coming home, you're aware of like, okay, instead of like Don't coming hit home anybody. in a bad mood. Don't hit anybody. Maybe I should like actually come home and make myself be a little bit more like chipper or something. But when you're so fatigued and yeah, exhausted. Yeah. How do you I don't turn know. on the, the, the chippiness? I don't know if you can turn it on, but at least be aware and mindful of how you're coming across to... Don't be more destructive, essentially. Yeah. Don't be like purposefully like, 
this is the worst day. Like, it, you know, if you're like negative and you're thinking negative thoughts. Okay. You're going to like come across as like a total jerk. Yeah. But if you're thinking, if you, even though you're fatigued and you're just, I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the positivity, if you have that, it really goes a long way. That's why when you came home the other night, we're like, dad's home. Even though I was so exhausted from having the kids by myself for whatever, 12 hours. Now, let me ask you this. Can you really do that when you are fatigued? Like when you're just, you're not just, it's, it's, it's one thing when it's been a stressful, a mentally stressful day. Right. Do you mean like physically fatigued? Physically fatigued. I don't know if you can do that, but I think you can Cause that's what still I felt. be positive. I, that's what I felt. You can you can still be tired, but not be a negative Nancy. Can you still go like... Oh like you did well. I, I did well? Home. Yeah. Are you sure, the first day? Um, the first day you were fine. The first day I was in a bad mood. This is the second day I felt like I did better. Yeah. And you know because why? Because we greeted you. Well, yes, very we did. positively. You, did. you guys put good, good vibes out. But also, it is. I think it's the vibes. It's like the mood that you set for yourself. That's how it's going to be. But also, you guys aren't the the. And I, I hate to take this away from you, but <gasps> you guys are not the ones that are fully responsible for me feeling less fatigue. The credit is due to a little company called Five Hour Energy that I chugged. Right <laughs> Yeah. No, I swear. Yeah, I, I know. Told, I get it. And the thing is, I chugged it after fasting all day, meaning like I, we didn't have time to eat lunch. So it was like- Were a, you so jittery? We got in the car- Oh my gosh, I bet like you were Close like... to five o'clock. I have not eaten anything all day. I chugged that thing. And I told Kyle as I was driving, 15 minutes into it, I was like, dude, my eyes are pinpoint right now. Like, just I just, like... I felt so like- Wired? Wired and alive. Not jittery, but just like- like eyes are beating out. Did you see in the fourth dimension? I saw the fifth dimension. Dang. Yeah, I saw interdimensional beings. Sick. Interdimension. Huh? Wow, Sick. what do they look like? Well, they look like trolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and it was an extra strength too. So it that so because I had this yeah. jolt of something, it helped. It, I my legs were and arms were still tired, but oh I I had enough of a pick me up to. That's why when I came home and you made dinner. I still went and mm-hmm. did the dishes just because I had oh, some juice. Oh, throw that out there on the podcast. <laughs> did you <laughs> hear that? Hear. Did you hear that? I build and do the dishes. I, I build and Watch the out, dishes. ladies. He's he's <laughs> taken. <laughs> so that's uh all the all the lady all the stay moms at home are going <laughs> putting their teeth on their bottom lip. You're describing the action. <laughs> In case you're not watching oh, this yeah. on YouTube. Which you should. So that was a that was a good realization. Yeah, um, I feel like I I feel that a lot is, I'm I I'm starting to get to this point of like frustration, irritability, down a mood that's like just horrible. And then there's times where it doesn't work to tell myself to be like chipper. You're good <laughs> at changing times, attitudes. But there's times where I actually like just tell myself. Do not be negative. Be positive. Think like good thoughts. You love your family. Your family's amazing. Like just bring it up to here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it, I feel like it works. I feel like for me, the energy shift really works. Mm-hmm. Interesting. For you, somebody else has to have the energy shift. Very true. For you to match it. That's so interesting that you notice that about me oh 100 percent. because and sometimes i get frustrated or upset about it because 
Um, I don't do it back. Because you don't do it back to me. So I always feel like I'm always the one that has to like lift the mood. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like so much pressure on me to do it. But then I also, it comes to me more naturally than it does to you. So it's like, why does it matter? Why does that make me feel... It's not like I, it's, everything's on my shoulders, but sometimes I do get a little upset at you for doing that. Well, rightfully do so. That. That's rightfully so because it's it's so helpful when somebody does that. Uh, the problem with me is I'm in my head too much, right? Yeah. And so if I'm having these conversations with myself in my head, I it doesn't work. So now I will say this. I've, I've grown that I think I've grown quite a bit in the last uh, year. And the reason I think I've grown, I've grown to be less in my head about certain things. Like there's times that I I used to hold bigger grudges against you based off of things that you didn't even know, the things you just did. And Mm -hmm. I just read it, the intention. You read into it. Yeah, I read into it. Yeah, the wrong intention. And um, I did that a lot with people, other people. But I don't know, I've, I've started kind of working on myself about those things. And I feel like I've matured a little bit to not do that as much. So I've also realized that that kind of snowballed into having less outbursts on like kids or something like that, because there's some kind of like moment of that. I keep seeing moments where I would have just like shouted, Mm -hmm. but instead I just kind of was like more like, okay, come on, knock it off. You know what I mean? Like it's because you have the awareness now. Probably. I think. You have, I will say, in the last maybe a few years, you've mm-hmm. just, you've really grown in not letting things get to you. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Interesting. Well, it's encouraging that you've noticed something. <laughs> because no, because no, I, it's very true. And I think um, with me and the kids, mm-hmm. because there were times when you would get into your head and make something a bigger deal than it was when it my intention wasn't that yeah and i do the opposite i let things go and let things slide maybe a little too much and let give people the benefit of the doubt a little too much where i'm a little too trusting mm-hmm. and that ends up backfiring on me because people take advantage of that and anyway right. that's a snowball effect so we're like the complete opposite <laughs> right yeah no um yeah no i mean it's encouraging that you're noticing that because i didn't know because usually definitely i've noticed you it. definitely don't you never nobody wants to say stuff like that like about i'm themselves. amazing right well did you see how much i've grown did you say how amazing i am with yeah. my kids <laughs> because you you might think that you're saying it prematurely yeah. maybe you just had a lucky couple right. of weeks but it's nice to hear that that is working and i don't know i truly feel like there's something like maturing and maybe there's it a is. lot of personal attention that i'm giving myself through like working out and like even taking that time like i mentioned in the last podcast like that 10, 15 minutes of mm-hmm. just like try to me- meditate and just breath work where after that, I feel like I could finally like, ex- like, like ex- blow my air out, like mm-hmm. relax my lungs. I always feel like I'm always chasing all these deadlines and that I, I feel like I'm holding my breath. Mm-hmm. And now by just like exhaling all that out through just these small moments of breath work, it just feels like there's more patience there. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost like when you have that, you instead of reacting to what your kid is doing, you are responding to mm-hmm. what your kid's doing. Yeah. So you're not reacting. Did you from, read that in the book? 
Did you hear that in a podcast or something? I've heard it somewhere, but actually, some, this is my own. Because the way you said it, I was like, that's some like next level stuff. Don't. <laughs> no, I've heard it. I've heard it before in multiple sources. People, I don't know. Especially like, when there's that, two words that start know, with the same similar. letter. Don't, re- don't react, respond. No, I've heard it so many times. Did you? I don't okay. know what the OG source is, but yeah. everybody talks about it. But it's the. the you know, the OG, so, when you said OG source, OG doesn't stand for original. It stands for original gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so you, don't, don't, don't just slip that in there and then. <laughs> don't just walk away like, pretend like that didn't happen. You, <laughs> I've been saying OG wrong all my life. Are you serious? You've used this before? This is not the first time? OG is original gangster. I know that, but I've always used it as like original. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same, like when I use a word that doesn't, that's not what it means. People are like, why are you so confident? Okay. Like I used the word (laughs) precedented the other day. Was it in the wrong Somebody was like, I don't. I don't think you you know when to use that word. Somebody called you out? Well, no, the way they look. Oh, like the they're, they're like, mm. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you've described original. It was the original OG. gangster source. So it, whatever. Do you know it's, what's that? I was saying it right. Do you know what's like another thing that you've done, but also so many girls is what? you guys will be like, you'll say, you'll say, not that you'll, you'll use that as an example, but somehow you'll throw in the, oh yeah, that's because that's a DP. And you think it's just a deep. <laughs> penetration and i was like no dp is double penetration <laughs> okay first of all i've only probably said that once in my life you have said it only once, once. but you also have like some of your friends but we I've all heard thought of, yeah, that's what it meant ever. why is that i don't know you guys <laughs> need to google some stuff i don't want to google that no but i don't want to google you that you could say like you know hey hey alexa what is <laughs> what does dp mean the other day today i was actually even driving home oh you know what i was driving thinking about that no 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 i was driving and I, you keep hearing like in the gay community that in a, a gay relationship, there's uh, somebody's a top and somebody's a bottom. And I've always always like, well, yeah, that makes sense. So somebody is the the giver, they're the, the pitcher, if you will. They're on the bottom. If somebody's the receiver, they're on top. But turns out top and bottom in that context, it's different. It's like reverse. So if you're the bottom, you're being received. You're receiving. If you're the top, you're doing the giving, the, the, oh. the pitching. And so I, I literally asked Google, what is top and bottom gay? And well, it just, it, it, it was, was like. Was it a, a list? Or no, was it a little paragraph? No, yeah, or it was, was just, it, it was like images? a, no, it was just an urban dictionary that, that urban would be dictionary. like, that's where I, that's my that's best the trusted good source. source. You're right. You know, it's the right, mm-hmm. the right things when it's, it's uh, urban dictionary. It's straight from the source. It's that's why LMA, I should have looked LMA up LMA DP. Resources. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's an answer for it on an urban dictionary. I want to see it. Do you but, think there's an image? Well, if you go to images, probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe I've been saying OG wrong all my life. Oh, well, this is great. Well, at least in the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And now we're completely off topic, which Secrets I don't out. even remember what you were talking Secrets about. Secrets out. Um, oh, oh uh, react, yes. uh, respond, and not well, react. That's quite a tangent. I have heard that some... I'm sure you've heard it a million times, too, mm-hmm. but I think there comes... There's a there's a moment when you do mature into instead of reacting with emotion, you kind of uh, like take in what just happened, whatever mm-hmm. the scenario is. Mm-hmm. Are you zoning out? No, I'm focusing. Your eyes are going. Are they really? <laughs> I'm staring at like the, your microphone, the oh. soft part of the microphone. Mm, I thought you were staring at my lips. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't because it's covered by the 
microphone. Right here. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Proceed. Um, proceed. Onward. Onward, upward. I feel like the moment passed of being serious. Well, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. No, I was just saying, I, I feel like I've noticed that about you where before it would be like this re quick reaction when they would do something, which I still tend to do because it's freaking annoying sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that you what kind, kind of, of mother talks like this about their kids. I didn't say they're annoying. I said their reaction, <laughs> their the situation Allegedly. is annoying. <laughs> it's like some lawyer. when there's tape all over my house and paper yeah. and glue and glitter. Now you're not as bothered by that stuff as I am. Oh my gosh, I'm so bothered. You're you don't react. <laughs> I don't respond. react. I respond. <laughs> I react the shit out of that. I react. Yeah. I react hard yeah. to that because it's. The stuff around the house, you just can't. Anyway, but I've noticed that now it, it, you kind of, it's almost like you take a second and you go, okay. And then you kind of talk to them about whatever just happened. And they still, if it's like something they did that shouldn't they shouldn't have done, you, they still get the discipline behind it. But mm -hmm. I feel like you're a lot more calm <laughs> when you say it. I also think. And respond. I also Why are you crying? I don't know. I was just very emotional. How, what I just said? Well, yeah. yeah. I'm kidding. No, I was rubbing my eye. It started watering. Um, I also think having Harper being the youngest of three Something and the only girl. Something changed you having a girl. Because I, I'm a, I have to be a lot softer with her. Mm -hmm. I can't hold her to the same standards of discipline as the boys. And, She's different, yeah. And then also seeing the way she like reacts when I'm in the room, how excited she gets. I don't want to ruin it. So yeah. the last that's thing... Like seeped into your relationship with the boys in a good way too well they better thank harper because <laughs> <laughs> no because i think now you're noticing like you're really like calm and gentle with her and you're like well i can be both with the boys you know? yeah it, there's it's it's causing me to practice when she loses her mind and and tender, right? right right but when she starts screaming because she wants something and she can't have it um there there's a part of me that goes Okay, well, not the apartment. I'm motivated to go, okay, so just calm down. It's fine. You'll be fine. And she's screaming bloody murder. I'm like, yes, you're fine. like it's fine. And so because I'm in those like hot zones and I'm just talking normally, it's almost like practice for me that when the boys do something, I... You're still kind of I'm in that... kind of in the zone of mm -hmm. calmness, I guess. It's weird. <laughs> It's good. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You want me to change? I'll stop. If yeah. Should I stop? Keep channeling that hot zone. The hot zone. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the hot spot. The danger zone. The danger yeah. zone. So that's good. I mean, all of that stuff and, and burnout. I Listen, I think the more the more things you do and the more creative you have to get and the more you're pushing kind of like the next level of whatever you're doing, you have to... So what are out. your top like five things that you like to do? I really enjoy golfing. As of recently. As of recently. I really enjoy um, archery. I really enjoy. You haven't done that in a little bit. Driving my car. You know, I that makes me really happy. I really enjoy um, getting massages. I really enjoy skiing when it's in season. Um, I really enjoy boating. But the problem with boating stuff, it's... You, it's, it's a little stressful because you're bringing you're organizing the whole launching and you know and packing up and unpacking and getting the trailer so it's more of like a chore but once you're there it's really fun but when it comes to just me like 
what I enjoy doing. Those are those are the the big. Oh, top interesting! Ones. You didn't name a top one that what? really usually relieves your stress. <laughs> I like sex. Sex <laughs> is really fun. It's cool. I thought that'd be on your top. It's really cool. It's really cool. Well, maybe after I'm done driving my car <laughs> and there's time. And golfing. And there's time. And there's time. Today was a really, uh, a day that made me really happy uh, because I've been stressed out with all this. It was such a, like. And you've been doing those early morning tea times. Yeah. 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 But just because it gets hot. Um, yeah. But I was, I'm, today's been a really good day. And the reason why is. We, I got to go golfing early morning, and then I played the best game I've ever played. The best, the best game I've ever played. And I felt incredible because of that. Did you look good? I looked great. I, my what outfit was, was on, 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 on fleet. Would you say on par? On par. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Um, and then I got to drive my car. It's always like an event because I get to drive the sports car there. So you're kind of already in this like good vibe. You're already driving. And then I came home. I got to still get a workout in. And then after that, I finally figured out like how I'm going to execute this project with the, the built-in grill part. Mm-hmm. Because of the way I'm trying to make it to be able to be movable kind of thing. And yet super solid and super big. And um, and materials to use to be able to accommodate. I finally got clarity the whole time. I kept like thinking and thinking, and because I've been so busy, I didn't have time to like actually sit down and get inspired. Mm-hmm. And um, and what's here's what's interesting. This is based off of the book that that we were talking a few podcasts ago, Stealing Fire. About there is this like zone that you can get to where you. The zone is not only focus, but the zone is also inspiration. And the zone is also, um, it's almost like life-giving because it's, it, the zone is like almost like an idea producing sp- space. Mm-hmm. And I got into that space uh, today and it Felt was, good. well, it almost, and this is, it was, it always, it was, I'm starting, I'm trying to like start understanding those spots more and more. So, for example, um, so that, that was that was something that was really joy. And then I got to be accomplished uh, and I'll, I'll touch base on what I'm talking about. But then I got to we got to start the project today, finally. And we got the part that I want to get done done. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and it's Friday and mm-hmm. it's just like it's you're going to go dancing today. Very life giving. <laughs> and so that made me all really, really happy. Yeah. Um, and that kind of recharged you my... You needed that probably. I needed a, a W. Yeah, yeah, I needed a W. But but here's what I want to talk about really quickly. The zone that I'm talking about. I started... I'm, I'm really trying to like study these feelings and when they come. Like one of the things is like... Because the zone could be anything and everything for many people. So one, in the book, he describes it as a zone. Like when the Navy SEALs walk into a room, you know, eight people deep... They're they're in such harmony with that communication where when one guy looks left, the guy his the guy to his right looks automatically right to like clear a room right, but the guy that looks right he doesn't look at the guy on the left to see where he's looking. He's Just naturally know. it's like it's almost like eight people. There's and a flow. There's a flow, but then he also said Navy SEALs when they're in the right state of flow, they their whole thing is to not only lead. There's a team leader. Uh, but also to be led. So when somebody comes to, let's say, a problem, somebody else steps up with a solution and he automatically takes charge from that leader. 
and then the next leader does the same with the next problem solution. So they're all solving problems and, and moving forward together harmoniously. Mm -hmm. So that's a place of zone. That's what is being described. Now, zone can also be a place of where you all of a sudden had a, had a got an aha moment of how to solve a problem that you've been scratching your head or an inspiration about how to make something a little bit more different. So with me and my line of work, the zone comes from project ideas, a really good idea, or and or um, the hook, right? Like what's the hook? Some, some kind of, not I built a thing, but how do I spin it? And uh, I've been scratching my head about this particular like playground build because it's a really cool build, but I, I also need it to kind of hook people. Mm -hmm. And I've been just going over and over, but I also didn't have time to actually slow down and think. Because you just are go, go, go. I'm right go, now. go, go. But also, even when we were at the you cabin and, and I was really relaxed, there's kids and there's you. And yeah. we're, even if we're, we're like, always doing something. something. Even if you're like, let's go do something, like, let's go on the paddle board, bo bo boat. You're right? not thinking about I'm not work. Thinking. Yeah. When I'm, gonna, when I'm on the paddle board, I'm trying to not fall. So I'm like focusing not to fall. Yeah. I So the zone or the muse, if you will, sometimes even it's called, that muse comes sometimes. And you almost have to figure out when that time is. And when you, when you have that aha moment, like the other day I had the aha moment, I really focused on that moment and be like, okay, this is a feeling, you're feeling something right now. And it's a feeling of a really good idea. And it's a feeling of this inspiration that just came to you. But how you got there, you have to figure out how to recreate. Mm -hmm. so, so you can do it again. So you can do it. It almost sounds somewhat spiritual, and, mm -hmm. but and I don't know what it is, but it's because you're driven by this feeling you're, it's, it's like how a song can make you feel. Mm -hmm. A song can make you feel excited. A song can make you feel really sad. And so I really, like, that's another thing that I really am cherishing is finding these places. And I, and I started understanding a little bit more about myself, how much I really love when people have ideas and they're good ideas. Mm -hmm. And I get to be part of those people or those people get to be part of it. Um, uh, Kyle had a really great idea the other day, like insight on, like the way we're going to spin something. And I felt really good because I felt that because he's been doing this with me long enough that he knows what, what we want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And when somebody brings a good idea to the table, you're almost like, and you're inspired by the idea, you're almost like in that state of zone and flow. It's that, even better too, because now you have like two people thinking about Absolutely. the same but idea I love and... I, I, I love good ideas that are brought to the table. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's, it's, it almost feels like a place of the zone for me. Hmm. So those are... Are you saying those, you want me to bring you good ideas? Yes. <laughs> well, you do the same thing too. Like whenever like you'll execute a thumbnail, well, like when you give me the idea of something, I, it's the same exact feeling. Like there's this collaboration mm -hmm. and a, a flow of that. We're all part of the same mission. And these are great I ideas like that have the potential of doing something really great. Mm -hmm. So um, when you get to those places, burnout is, you know, that your cup of before getting it being empty and burning out, it gets filled again. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like, because there's so many times. Now you're in, in that like flow again, in correct. that zone of like pushing forward inspiration and creativity because end of the day hustling uh, your your inspiration if if you don't have ideas good ideas then you don't have you don't have a job on youtube right 
So you can't just go. You have to keep them coming. Yeah. You have to keep them. You have to, they have to be. There has to be good ideas, whether it's production or topics or an approach or a thumbnail. It has to be a good idea. And uh, you now you're basically fishing for for them all. Mm -hmm. and, and so <laughs> it's really easy to get burned out when there's no ideas. I feel like that's when you do get burnt out when you're out of ideas. Yeah. There's so many times. I that's why it helps when somebody else brings an idea because there are times when you feel like, I don't know what else I can come up with. Right. And somebody, even when it's not maybe the idea that's going to be the perfect idea, but at least they're bringing in a fresh idea where it go, where you go, oh, let's like, let's like roll with that and then maybe mold it into something else. Correct. And I, I really like that too because yeah. I feel like that's what we do a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. It's the worst people are the people who you go, do you have any thoughts about this? And they go, no, what everybody said was good. I, I think what, <laughs> what, what you're going with is good. And the reality is, is you need ideas because sometimes, like you said, you know, when you like, you'll be driving and you'll look at something completely random and you'll have an idea about something that has nothing to do with that. But somehow it brought you to think about that thing. Mm -hmm. It's and I've been in this place so many times. You need those people to at least have some an idea so they could tr so they can at least navigate you yes, to a place. Yes. Where wherever that is, it no matter what, it helps. Yeah. You get somewhere. You get somewhere. The the worst people are the people like I said, are I it don't know. No, it looks good. I don't but know. But that that's like my default is I'm that person that goes, hey, it looks amazing because I never want to correct or criticize somebody. Right, but, but I'm learning that I need to bring something to the table. You just have to have something. Even nothing good. You don't need to have, the, but you need to have something. something. Yes. Because that's where you collaborate and work towards something better. And I'm learning that. I feel like that all my life I was never like that. It was always like, whatever you think is right, right. is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm such a people pleaser. I can't like well, criticize you, Well, somebody. it's funny though, because you're people pleaser. Because you'd imagine a, a people pleaser would be like, no. I need to make them happy so I can come up with a good idea to but make them happy. But you don't want the person, so as a people pleaser, you don't want the person to think that your idea is like going above their head no. or bringing something new. I think that's where, like, for me, where it comes from. You don't like, want to be a superstar. Want, you want yeah, I don't, I like being like behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be front and center. I, I love what, you know, so it's. It's funny you say that because you're on social media. I know, but I'm not, I'm not really like. You're an influencer. Not really. Yeah, you are. You have like 40,000 followers. No, I don't. I have 33. Uh-oh. 34. 34. Okay. Well, that's a lot of <laughs> followers. But the thing is, I don't like being front and center, so it's very hard for me. That's why I think I struggle with um, like having like a low... I have a lot of times where I just don't want to post or don't... I just don't feel like it because I... It's not a natural, I mean, maybe it's not a natural thing for everybody, but to me, I don't like it. And so to, to be front and center and to be like an influencer for me is like so exhausting. So then. Do you and do, I think I've do just, just realized that recently. So then do you do this no, as a hobby? Um, because I if think... I thought about it myself and be like, oh, I just don't want to post, I wouldn't have a job. No, but it's not that. It's like you had the idea. You're very outgoing. You are um, you are hilarious. I think you naturally are kind of front and center. 
person, your personality. Correct. I right? agree with that. Yes. I'm not. Right. It takes a lot of effort for me to do that and to be that way. So it's almost like I'm forcing myself to be somebody I'm not. Do you get a high from like piece of content that performs very well? Yeah, I think we all do. Right. So, but, but I chase that. But then the thing that I hate the most is when I do put myself out there and I, you know, publish yeah. up and it doesn't get, you know, good engagement, then I feel very bad about myself. Yeah. Like it affects your So like, it's not necessarily that I just want to keep putting stuff out about myself. I just want to put out stuff that, that does works. Well. Yeah. I get that part. I think we all experience that to a, a certain level. Like when your video like does really well or a picture, but I don't. Oh, it's so hard to explain it because I think I am I'm not wired the same as you. Correct. And are we going with the yawning again? Listen, the yawning is going to be there every <laughs> single time we record because I get done working yeah. and then now I have to sit down. True. I Yeah, I guess it's really hard to explain because um, you're not that way. And even though we're, we all have this level of I don't want to do it. I It's my job. I have to do it. I have to keep going forward and pushing i think with social media something is like off for me and i don't i can't really explain it hmm. isn't that interesting that is interesting i mean i get it it's I mean, but i i also feel like we're in this um flow if you will you're right i'll wrap it up with that <laughs> um of you're working at like 100 percent, so i'm the kids are out for the summer. I'm with them at home. So it's like I can't focus as much on that stuff right now anyway. And mm -hmm. so I have taken more of this like kind of taking the summer off mm -hmm. approach to all my social media and stuff. So that way you can still work. Right. And, and I appreciate that. Not, yeah. Um, all over. Yeah. And I yeah. definitely appreciate that. And I, you know, it, it definitely is helpful. I don't know. So I think in the fall, maybe it will be a little bit easier to pick back up but i don't know i'm kind of enjoying this summer huh must be nice <laughs> it seems like the amount of stuff you're booking on the calendar i'm i'm laughing because i'm stressed out every day by the kids uh -huh. but i'm so enjoying the summer yeah, i'm in the present <laughs> well this has been I'm fun just present with the kids it's nice to hear how burnout is is uh affecting us all it is it does though doesn't it to some degree. I, Burnout can affect you with kids. It can affect you with your relationship. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just anything you can get burnt out by. It's, yeah. It is. I think you're absolutely right. You you do watch your gauges, but you also enjoy the things that make you happy. You know what mine are? Hmm. I like taking baths. That's a, okay. That's a hobby. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a hobby. Something that makes you feel happy. Sure. Okay. That's, that's fair because it's like me sitting in the hot tub. Yeah. Like, okay. The hot tub thing. I like going in to get my nails done. I feel like that's nice. Is huh? a, it's yeah. like an event. It's like a pampering thing. Yes, it's like the pampering thing. It feels good and then you feel like this like refreshed mm -hmm. kind of feeling. I get it. It's like when you girls get bangs and then you don't get bangs. <laughs> and then you don't get bangs again. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Should I get that's bangs? That's a new identity. Okay, what else? What else do you got? Um I enjoy working out. That's very important. Like the I've I actually really look forward to it now. The funny thing is so. when I answer emails, I actually worked out today after golf because I like the feeling that I mm -hmm. get. But it's like you're you're uh you're it's like a habit you formed and okay. now your body is like telling you it's craving it. I love that feeling. I um 
again, going back to the same book, Stealing Fire, in it he talks about, uh, and I mentioned on the previous episode, about altered state of consciousness. And it's not necessarily taking mushrooms or getting high. Mm -hmm. It's by you drinking coffee and getting stimulated, that's altered state of consciousness. By you working out and having the endorphin release, mm -hmm. that's an altered state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I've realized, and this is the most inefficient, but I can't do anything about it. When I answer emails, I'm, I'm doing it while I just woke up and I'm, I have coffee and it hasn't kicked in yet and I haven't worked out. But if I was to answer those emails after I worked out and having that endorphin release and having that altered state of consciousness and that you would like, be like, well, that be I would be answering these emails and having better solutions to these problems yes, that are because you would already be in that flow state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's it, working out is I mean it's probably the biggest thing I, I could recommend to anybody. A hundred percent. No matter what is some and I've come to this point where I used to have this kind of feeling of if I don't have at least an hour I'm just not going to do it at all but like in reality why can't you do 20 minutes or 30 minutes I do it's 30 better, all the time it's literally better than nothing but yeah. I used to have this in my head is if I can't devote a full hour to working out I'm just not going to do it it's at all it's not called it's working out it's such a silly it's not called working out yeah, yeah. yeah and that's such a silly stupid mindset and I've, I'm starting to like slowly come out of that where I'm like even if it's 20 minutes of running on the treadmill or 30 minutes of weight lifting, you know, whatever, hit cardio, yeah, something. It is literally better than doing nothing, which is what you are going to be doing. Right. right. <laughs> it, even if, if and, and I think a lot of it has to do with if, because you're always, I, that was my misconception. You need the full hour mm -hmm. to you actually don't. have a result. But and the reality don't. is, is like, you don't have to work out for appearance. You can work out for mental clarity. Yes, yes. It, and you, for that day, maybe that's all you needed. Yes. Is it was literally for that mental clarity, yeah. and yet you still had a good, usually workout during that anyway. Yeah. What else? You got something else? Um, I'm trying to think. What else do I like? I to swear, do? if you say chill out and hang out. Well, I feel like I sports wise, I do enjoy skiing a yes. lot with you. You tried golf for the first time. Well, I didn't try golf. Well, you, you tried some swings. It was in our backyard in in McCall. Yeah. I did. I feel like I could like it. You should get into golf. I think it's a well, good Well, you have to take me golfing. <sighs> Just drive. <laughs> <laughs> Just go. I'll yeah. have to put it in the books. Yeah. I feel like I could enjoy it. Um, Let's see. I like taking walks. You're or such like... an old person. <laughs> what? You... Or like going hiking. I don't do it a lot, but I do enjoy like just. I think men and women are just hike. wired so differently about some yeah. of these activities and hobbies. Well, because you guys have to have an end goal. Do we you know don't. What's, Kyle and I came to this conclusion the other day as we were driving from from the cabin. Um, we're talking about flipping stuff, like buying something and then flipping it for something, you know, for more money as like a side hustle. And we realized that girls don't do that. No. And that we was don't like a, care about that. That was weird. Like we were talking about girls don't go buy collector things. Like you guys don't buy sneakers to sell. Like even purses. We were talking about some one of his friends. Who, she bought a really expensive like purse. But it was as much as like a really expensive watch. Mm -hmm. But the thing with a watch, a guy can buy a watch. And then let's say he buys an it, Omega Speedmaster. He could flip that watch, sell it for more money and make a profit out of it. Or at least very least retain the value of that mm -hmm. watch. You can't do that with like a a, a a Louis Vuitton purse. Like there's no. It depreciates. All that stuff depreciates. And yeah. you guys don't do that. That's, that was, we just realized it. We're like, that. I didn't consider that. The girls don't buy things 
because of the value. Now, jewelry is one thing. If you get diamond earrings, diamond, you know, necklace, but you guys aren't even selling that stuff, even if you do want to. I know. I don't, I don't think it's something I just, but you guys have no problem spending the money. But the spending part is easy. Yeah. I like to spend money. (laughs) That was a, that was an interesting realization. That is really interesting. And it's, I think, very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never thought about that. That's fun. (laughs) If it does happen, it's always like an accident. Right. If you accidentally sell something, well, I remember you were you telling me something. I was like, you, when you sold that bookshelves, you we've only literally had it for a few months, and what we just the one I was in the boys' room, the shelves, those big big shelves. Oh yeah. And then in the nook, and uh, you're like, how much did I put it for sale? Uh, uh, you know, I was like, oh, no, you're like, I put it for sale for like a couple hundred bucks, and I go, no, that that was more than that. Well, but no, I was like, well, how much did you buy it for? You're like a thousand. I go, you got to charge way more than that. They're like in pristine condition. No, I try to sell them. Mm -hmm. That's the thing is with furniture, it depreciates so quickly that you can't sell something for the same price. Even if it's literally brand new, nobody Mm -hmm. will pay for that because you've already owned it for even a day. It just doesn't. People don't. People won't buy it. If they could buy it brand new for the same price, almost the same price. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shipping costs, you can like, that's what I'll usually do is I'm like, minus shipping, you could just pick it up from my house right now. It'd be a different story if they don't, they don't sell that stuff anymore. Yes. And that's why I think the watches and these like collector items are very important. And that's why they do appreciate in value or at least retain the value is because they're probably hard to find or hard to get. But if you're just buying something from West Elm or Pottery Barn and trying to sell it, nobody's going to buy it from the same price. That's true. That's true. Because they would just buy it at the store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always want to get something that... Purses too. I feel like like a Louis Vuitton purse, somebody could just go buy it. It's not really that. Well, he also made a good point that like purses, and correct me if, I'm, if we're wrong, but uh, they don't... I'm probably don't, not the person to ask because I don't care that much Do they make purses. a limited like a run of certain stuff? Because if um, it is, then Yes. I will say uh, colors sometimes are limited, mm-hmm. um, whatever, like series or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. There are a few, but I feel like it's more rare to to see that. But in like watches and stuff, they do do that, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And there are so many different variations. Let's say like Rolex, there's the sub or the GMT. There's so many different color like on your dial. Yeah, and it's the, all like the, limited stuff. The color, like they'll be like like one's really popular called the Pepsi color, which is like half blue, and then the other is half red. I don't like how it looks. But it's literally could be like an extra five thousand dollars. Yeah, because it's a limited series. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, some of them are wild. Do you want to get a green one? I think there are some probably women's like purses or something jewelry that is limited edition that people probably would spend more money on. But I don't know that kind of stuff. I was actually because... looking the other day. Um, Rolex, there's because like everything stock market, NFTs, crypto, everything's down. Uh, I think Rolex is up by like three grand. <laughs> really yeah like the, the, people are yeah yeah they're they're, they're so it's they never lost you gotta invest in rolex <laughs> i guess so are you trying to tell me something uh, can i buy a rolex <laughs> <laughs> invest. i told myself if i hit like a million subscribers i'll, I'll Ooh, buy a rolex so that'll be your incentive please subscribe to the channel Please, guys subscribe so alex can get a rolex <laughs> <laughs> guys there's like sarah mclaughlin music playing yes the and the guys the angel <laughs> guys <laughs> If you subscribe today, we're just going to be that much closer. <laughs> it's all in yes. your hands. <laughs> I'm starting to get higher and higher. My pitch. 
good stuff. All right, folks, this has been great. Thanks for listening. Please watch it on YouTube. Rate and review. It's better on you YouTube. Can. It's so much better on YouTube. It's 4K. I mean, no, it's probably 1080p, but it's you a nice 1080p. Laugh. You can watch Alex's. Have a hoot. Cut off sleeve. Cut off sleeves and his biceps just hanging out. I saw a gal oogling at me at Lowe's today. And this. No. Okay, check this out. This chick. What's her name? I don't number, know. social security? I went, well, I don't know. I didn't talk to her. You should have asked. The problem is that's what that would be the problem is if I did ask. And you're like, why do you know so much about her? This chick was in high heels at Lowe's and she was giving me the googly eyes. And I go, you knock that off right now, knock lady. Knock it off. Knock it off. I look down. I went like this. Say, like, my eyes are up here. I was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just start barking. <sighs> so it's been a great day between golf and that. You're just winning all around. Great day. All around. All right, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.